I'm Andy Vinker, and this is Fit Pro Radio. Whether you're a fitness veteran or novice, this podcast is for you. I hope to share the good, the bad, and the real to help you fast track your career and help you find fulfillment and passion in the fitness industry. Let's go. All right, everyone. I am super excited about this episode. Welcome to back to FitPro Radio. Um, I have with me a guest. Not only is she hilarious on Instagram, she pushed really hard for 10K followers and is now at 12K, almost 13. Do you see that? Yeah, I, d- I did notice that. It was like in like four days. <laughs> yeah, it's been growing like it's crazy. I don't know what the heck awesome. is going on here. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to do a different episode with your secrets. But then also, not only super funny, but a mom, a fitness influencer, if you will, if I can say that. Um, but then also one of my most requested podcast <laughs> interviewees, and so I'm super excited, and I hope that you're excited, because I finally got her in my house. Turns out we look pretty close, right? Kind of? Yeah, yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but Amy, abs with Amy. Yep, yep, here I am. Abs, abs, abs by Amy. Abs That's by so funny. Amy. I gotta, t- I gotta tell you guys that that story. I did not name myself that. <laughs> I did not come up with that name. Um, I, I was given that name by some friends, and we can touch, we can touch yes. back on that if we want. No, or I can just tell you. Right now. Yeah, tell us. Um, do you want me to tell you? Tell me yeah, about yeah. myself yeah. first. Tell, or? Introduce yourself. Okay. Tell us what. Well, we'll get to that. To we'll get to that. Such a pressured name. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I didn't want to forget that. That's that's a valuable piece of information. Um, yeah, I just I grew up here in I grew up in Orem, just right around the corner. I married my high school sweetheart, mm-hmm. and together we have six kids: three boys, three girls. It goes every other one, girl, boy, girl, all the way down. It's my husband's. He's really proud of that. <laughs> he's, he's really proud of that. But uh, yeah, so we. Uh, we got into fitness a few a few years ago. I mean, we've always been kind of active and we've always liked it, but it kind of got it kind of got uh, it escalated, I should say, a few years ago, and it's become more of a lifestyle, and we love it. So, and if you haven't already, if you don't follow her on Instagram, like we're we're gonna give you a plug again at the end. But you are so fun. I was just like <laughs> telling Amy like how. I relate so much to our Instagram reels because they're so good. Like they're, they're just pretty hilarious. down to earth. I mean, there's no filter. There's no filter. It's like good as a like as a mom, they relate. As a fitness person, I relate. Well, it's I'm like, glad. I'm glad. Amazing. If I can be relatable, that's that's what I'm here for. You already won. I'm the relatable. But yes, I'm super excited to have you. Well, so thank you. shout out to your family because they're probably they're probably big fans of the show too. I'm assuming. Yes. Um, your kids, all of them. Absolutely, 100. <laughs> percent Thank you guys for listening. Um, but tell us about your your fitness, your Instagram name. Tell us all the things. Um, okay, tell so you know, I've I've always like I said before, I've always been active. Um, I've always enjoyed you know different things. I've got you know running, biking, swimming, sports, all those kind of things. Um, let's see, I don't even know where where do I begin <laughs> with it. Begin from the very very beginning, or um, you were born. <laughs> But uh, anyway, so in between each one of my pregnancies, so I, I made, I've always made fitness a priority. And I think that's the most important thing here is, is it's been a priority for me. So in between each one of my babies, yes, it gets frustrating because you gain all the weight and I, I didn't work out through any of my pregnancies. That's one question <laughs> I get funny. a lot. No, like my last kids, baby number six, I finally, I finally worked out through that pregnancy and it was, it was meh, but I did it. Um. But yeah, it's it's frustrating to 
to like lose all the weight and then gain it back each pregnancy and feel like you're starting over each time. But every time I did it and I did, I did home workouts for years, you know, the beach body workouts. Oh, yeah. I'm real familiar with those. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I would do those. I would go on runs outside. And then after I had my sixth baby, we knew we were done having kids and I thought, you know, I am going to really commit and I'm going to really do this and I'm going to, I'm going to get my body back for me and know that, you know, that I'm not going to, I shouldn't say throw it all away <laughs> by getting pregnant again, but, but, uh, you know, I wanted to get fit for me. I had my body back. I want to get my body back for me. And I really wanted to, um, like do it right this time. So I committed, I put out on my neighborhood um, Facebook page. I said, I, I need a gym buddy. I'm nervous to go to the gym by myself. So that's how it started. And, and I committed and I've been going like almost every single day <laughs> for the past three and a half years, Dang. working, working on this for the past three and a half years, which is awesome. And I think it's super cool. So not only did you start your fitness journey and you dedicated it for you, but then you also started to share it. Tell us about it. Okay, so how it started getting shared was, um, so when I started, I have to say this, I, ha I had my son and I made that commitment to go to the gym and work out and, and you know, get, get in better shape. I didn't see results for seven months. Say it one more time. For I the did. <laughs> say it louder for those in the back. <laughs> I didn't see results for seven months after I had my son. And it was so frustrating because I was, I was going every day. I was doing all the things. Granted, I was still nursing. Yeah. Um, I nursed all my babies, but it was really frustrating. And so I took, I had to take pictures like he was just brand new baby, two weeks old, I think. And I, I took pictures. And so I committed to taking those pictures. And in those first seven months, like I could kind of see slight changes like, okay, yeah, the scale hasn't changed, but there was, you know, a little bit of body composition going on very slight. And then after those seven months of just dedication and consistency, I finally started to get results. So that is when, um, I started, you know, started building muscle and getting a little bit leaner. People started coming to me and asking, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Do you have an Instagram page? <laughs> what? Are you a fitness instructor? And all of these questions were so weird to me. I thought, what? No, I'm just like your average Joe going to the out. gym. I'm just, <laughs> just working out. But, you know, people started asking me. And then another question I would get was, do you compete? I was like, what's competing? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even know what, what? I didn't know what, what, what's that? What do you, what do you mean? Um, and so then I started to entertain these ideas of making a place to share what I've learned and my journey and everything. And that's, that's kind of how my Instagram page got started is so I could, when I got these questions, then I could say, Oh, Hey, here, here you go. This is, this is kind of how, I, where I've started and where I've come. And that's what it's turned into. Yeah. 
But now it's not, like I said before, like it's not just you sharing your fitness and workouts, but you share your family, you share humor. And yeah, you, yeah. It's, like really, it's a really fun Instagram account. You know, I, it's very I, positive. I like funny stuff. <laughs> I really like funny stuff. I like keeping things light and not serious and just, you know, laughing at yourself. And I guess that it shows on my Instagram page. <laughs> it's really good. I 10 um, out of 10 recommend following <laughs> You want a good laugh. <laughs> So then tell me then, how do you balance it all? Like, how do you balance fitness, family, and now even social media? Because that's a lot. Oh, like, man, family yeah. and myself, six kids. It is busy. Marriage. It is super hard. <laughs> it is busy. You know, I will say, you can't do everything. Mm-hmm. You can't do it all. When I first started, um, like, prepping for my competition, so many things got let go. I, I love gardening and I love, you know, canning and I'm kind of like a farm girl at heart. <laughs> I know I have chickens. I love all, I love all of those things. And my, during the year that I did my competition, I didn't do a garden. It was the first time in 10 years I didn't do a garden. So and she means fit their bodybuilding for those of you who are, who are still like, the, what competition? What's, what's the competition? <laughs> it is um, bodybuilding. A bodybuilding yes. competition. Oh, that's but, so sad. That's yeah. Hard. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay to let things go. And I want to let all the moms out there know, you don't have to do it all. You don't have to do it all. You don't have to perfectly clean house all the time or, you know, have perfectly... Like my kids' hair, my I had to let my husband do my daughter's hair. <laughs> you know that they they dress they started dressing themselves, and my husband was doing their hair, and I had to be okay with it. Yeah, because <laughs> you can't, can't you can't anymore. do it all. You can't do it all. But but I have a very very supportive husband who he does a lot, and he he's very supportive in what I do, and that makes a huge difference. Is having a partner who who encourages you and yeah. helps you, and you know wants you to achieve your goals. And believes in you. And believes in because you, Because I absolutely. think it's, especially in fitness, and especially in bodybuilding, if you don't have a supportive spouse, like, if, you know, marriages fall apart. Oh, And families sure. fall apart. But then also, I think it's, it can be such a beautiful bonding experience to watch your spouse do something so hard. Yes. And then to also, like, receive that support. Yes. Which, and that, that applies in anything, like, that we're doing. So if you guys have, like, shout out to your spouses... <laughs> because <laughs> because they they do a lot for us. Oh, for sure. To be able to like do what we love to do. Yes, and right at first, I will say, when I when when things started gaining traction and and all the fitness stuff started taking off, it kind of made him a little nervous. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, "Is this what you're gonna do? Is this how <laughs> this is gonna be?" And and he he didn't want to get left behind. Which you know, this is why I love him to death. Is because then he started he started like. He wanted to pick it up too. He's all, I'm going to do this too. So then he started really committing and he's made some amazing changes too. And it's become what we do together. That's so nice. And that's why I just love him to death is he's so supportive. And then he, he also joined in and made it so it's something we do together. And so how has that influenced even your kids? Like, because I'm assuming they, our kids always watch everything that we're doing. Yes. Right? And they're yes. learning from us. So how has that affected your children and their relationship with like food, fitness, and we are very, very careful with, especially our daughters. Like mm-hmm. I have a fourteen-year-old daughter, and we are very careful with the words that we say. Um, 
we never we never say fat. Mm-hmm. Um, we always use the words like strong and healthy and fit and feeling good. Mm-hmm. She is very familiar with macros. Oh, how funny! And I, I know, so she, so she knows how we eat. She knows how we eat. She knows the carbs and fats and proteins and like the balance at all. And she knows we eat treats too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I know they're watching, and I know that they know. We talk about making healthy choices, and you know having your cookies but like are you making healthy choices too or or first mm-hmm. I should say so it's been good they always know <laughs> whenever my spouse isn't home um or I'm not home the kids are like is mommy at the gym is daddy at the gym that's just they just know they just know, <laughs> they just know. Or they're part of it I feel like that's that's kind of us too and I think it's it's really tricky to be in a fitness in the fitness industry in general and I think it takes very self-aware parents to be able to like catch yourself Mm-hmm. And and be so mindful of your language mm-hmm. because I know like even my kids have said things like am I fat and I'm like how do you feel how do you feel how yeah. do you feel and and even like if they eat too much like sugar or eat mm-hmm. too much of anything really we're like how does it make you feel okay mm-hmm. so we always ask them how does your tummy feel oh for sure yes, <laughs> and do you feel strong and so and if you feel kind of sick maybe let's not you know like listen to your body yes. listen to your tummy yes and trying to navigate how to be you know, like how to be in this world, but then also be supportive of them and mindful of the language that we use around them. Absolutely. I've, I, I mean, I've let my kids binge on Halloween candy yeah. and other, and then they feel like, they feel <laughs> awful <laughs> after they feel tired. And then we'll address that. We'll say, well, it's probably because you didn't feed your body what it needed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it tastes delicious and it's fun. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. It's funny. <laughs> all I can. Yeah, I love doing that. But then you feel awful <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> So then, like, we don't do it every day, but it's fun yeah. every now Yeah. Yeah, every day. And so that's really then. awesome. That's yeah. super awesome. Yeah. So and I love, good. too, that you even shout out to your 14-year-old daughter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ella, she's a good kid. <laughs> nice. Um, and then with that, how do you avoid extremes? Because it's so easy. Like, especially, like, we were talking before we got on the mic, but um, bodybuilding is kind of a mind trip. Like, it will mess with you and your relationship with yourself and it kind of does perpetuate and encourage extreme living yes and so how do you balance avoiding or like how do you avoid extremes while also trying to like take care of everybody and all the things that you do Mm -hmm. when this is also like your life right it is it is the the competition it really taught me a lot um so like we were talking before, I'll just go over that again. Yeah. Um, so I had never done a bodybuilding competition, but I, I didn't know what I was getting myself into, but I, I entertained the idea because I was getting asked about it. And I had a couple of friends who were very, very supportive and encouraging and say, you should try it. You should try it. Um, so nervous as heck, I signed up with a coach, (laughs) didn't know what I was doing. And then I prepped for, um, I prepped for a show, my very first show and it got canceled a week out. Because of COVID. Because of COVID. Shout out to the Rona. <laughs> We're going to shout out a lot of people. Shout here. out to the Rona. Notable mention. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it got canceled a week out. And that was hard. That was hard because I didn't know if I wanted to do it again. I didn't know if I should just, you know, throw in the towel. And I, I almost did it. I mean, I was, aside from, right stepping, I, from right there, aside from stepping on stage, I almost did it. But, and then throw in the the stress of, you know, being in quarantine and all that stuff, being home, having to homeschool my kids, doing all that. It was very, very stressful and very hard. And 
it was it took a mental toll mm -hmm. and I definitely rebounded I, I binged because you, you're when you're so restrictive for so long and then you don't have that like drive discipline goal that it just got thrown up in the air yeah. I completely threw my daughter on a birthday and there was like I had like 10 pieces of cake <laughs> I ate myself sick it was it was it was something but then through for the next you know few weeks after that I I kind of my coach wouldn't let me quit mm -hmm. he's like don't you dare Love don't that. you dare so he kind of saved me in that aspect and saved me from a terrible rebound and I finally I finally committed and said okay fine I'm gonna do it so I committed and I had to basically reprep mm -hmm. again because I had gained gained some weight um, and I never got as lean as I was back in March I was down to like I don't know 10% body fat <laughs> and I think when I stepped on stage in August I was at like 13 so it kept it kept on he wanted me he wanted me lean by June and I wasn't ready he wanted me lean by July and I wasn't ready and finally in August I was like I'm <laughs> as good as it's gonna get buddy <laughs> so, so we're doing this thing but it was a really really good learning experience um and I think that the rebound I went through during quarantine taught me how post show like how how that goes down and so i still rebounded a little bit after after august because you know, it's, it's, it's yeah. part of the experience it's, yeah. it's part of this way to do unfortunately unfortunately <laughs> but um but it helped me keep it between the lines a little bit better and so your question being like with the extremes that was extreme for me mm -hmm. i was doing four hour workouts um a day because i had like one and a half, two hour lifting, and then I was on 90 minutes of cardio oh. for months and months and months to lean out. Your poor body. And so that was <laughs> extreme. That was yeah. extreme. And so I think after that, I know what extremes are, and I know how I felt and how exhausting and how hard it was that coming out of that, I I realized, okay, it, I don't want to do that again. Mm -hmm. I you know, I don't want to, I, I know that was but the toll it took on my family. And even putting on a little bit of fat afterwards, I was appreciative of that because mm -hmm. I felt so much better. It was amazing when, as soon as I put on fat, that like the food cravings went away. Those mm -hmm. very, very intense cravings that you Your get. Your humor comes back. Yes, like my You're personality. Like, I wasn't again. angry all the time, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was, you just feel better. You, everything's, everything's better. And then you can feel like you feel like you find a balance mm -hmm. um, between normal life and extreme <laughs> training. <laughs> I, I want to like break for a second because a lot of these our listeners aren't aware of bodybuilding, and okay. we've used a lot of terminology. So I just want to clear up really quick. So a few things: bodybuilding prep can take anywhere from like three to eight months. Mm -hmm. If you want a really good prep, you want it to be nice and long. Um, some people do it in three months, and they're usually the ones that really struggle after the show right mm -hmm. um but when it comes to bodybuilding it's like it is very extreme because it's very aesthetic yes. and so your focuses are not just to like look ripped but it's like it, it's it's not a super healthy process because basically. you have to get so lean that's, you have to get that's crazy the thing. you have to get very 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 lean mm -hmm. and unhealthy my my coaching told me you have to get an unhealthy lean and you're not meant to stay there yeah and you don't want to. You don't want to. And so a lot of people like kind of look at bodybuilders and they're like, oh, I want to look like that. But like just so you're aware, like hearing Amy's experience is like every bodybuilder feels that way. It's not a place that you want to stay forever because it's not 
healthy. Yes. <laughs> it's not, and it's not fun. Like I said, like we lose our sense of humor. You have no energy. You have no energy. You kind of feel like garbage, just... but you look great, and people idolize that. Yeah, you think that's the thing is like you think you want to look like that mm-hmm. because they look so, but you don't realize how you you feel like you crap. Feel terrible. You feel like crap, and then your family will feel it too. Yeah. Like I had to. I after my first show, I had to take like a year and a half break, mostly because the mental toll it took on me. Yeah. And then also, like, my poor family. <laughs> oh, I would come home, and I'd be just so exhausted. Like, I'd come home from the gym. I'd just want to sleep so I wouldn't eat because yeah. I couldn't eat. I'd have to hide from the kitchen mm-hmm. so I wouldn't eat. And and then I would just just sleep exhausted on the couch and have no energy for it. That's why I didn't do my garden. I didn't do anything. Because yeah, you just have nothing in you. So I had nothing in me. And nothing then also, me. the other word that we mentioned but we didn't um, define, rebound, And so a rebound is after shows a lot of times when, because you've been depleted for like sometimes six, eight months. You're so restricted. You're very restricted. And you have to be, to be able to, to do well in the sport, Mm -hmm. which is unfortunate. But you have to be very, very restricted and very careful because you start cutting out foods at a pretty consistent rate. Mm -hmm. And so in the same way, you have to start adding foods in a slow, consistent way You have to reverse diet. Mm -hmm. And that's what the word is, reverse diet. And a lot of people, especially when they haven't competed before, aren't ready. And then you have, like, your first taste of a hamburger after... You're like, oh, my gosh, a bacon cheeseburger after eight months of no burgers? <laughs> well, your body is... Your body is your body so lean. It, it craves that because yeah. it doesn't want to be that lean. It's mm-hmm. in starvation mode, basically, and you you have these insanely intense cravings. I remember very just... Specific. Want, very specific. Very specific. I wanted cravings. to sit and I would fantasize about peanut butter. I would literally <laughs> just want to sit and eat peanut butter straight out of the jar and so after my show and when I did rebound like we talked about which that's kind of when you're you kind of eat everything you you and you and you kind of lose control yeah and you put on fat quick Mm -hmm. um as soon as I did put on that fat and my body got to a better state where it was feeling better I I remember clearly the cravings went away and I thought Wow, this yeah. is freeing and liberating. Not this is wanting where to like my body's supposed to. Yes, be. just yeah. eat peanut butter all day, all the time. So my friend craved raisins. Raisins isn't that terrible? That's what prep does to you. That yeah. you're like nothing sounds better than a raisin. I know it must be those carbs. It's she was getting carb depleted. <laughs> like really, of all the things to crave, raisins. raisins. Yeah, <laughs> she had them right after her show. Oh yeah, and she was like, they're not as good as I remember, but. But it like that's all she—that's all she wanted. Just dream raisins. about raisins. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I love that you said, and just to recap, you've already lived in an extreme. Mm-hmm. We don't want to go back there. No, don't want to go back there. Share I your tell, I tell everybody. Yes, I yes. tell everybody. You know, I felt like competing is. It was. I'm so glad I did it. I learned so much that you cannot learn unless you go through it. And mm-hmm. I am so glad I did it. It was one of the, you know greatest accomplishments I did and I feel like it was like climbing Mount Everest it's an amazing accomplishment but you don't want to live there mm-hmm. you don't want to live up there on the mountain it's, it's not it's it's very cold people, very lonely people die up there <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> kind of sad <laughs> so anyway yeah it's true and so now so you've come out of it's been almost a it's year it's been almost a year yeah, yeah. that's kind of crazy yeah, it is, it is, I know, right? <laughs> and so then, what have you what have you learned, and how do you maintain that balance? And like, what are maybe some practices that you have to like remember where you've been? We like love it, we see it, we are grateful for it, 
But then how do you take that experience and apply it into your life now? I, I learned a lot of discipline and knowing that you, you've gone through something and you, you know you can do it, you learn that discipline and then you can apply it to you know, your, your life. So I do still eat well. And I eat a whole heck of a lot more than I do. And it's fabulous. It feels so good. It feels so good good to eat more. And you just have so much energy and you're happier. But but I still I still apply the discipline that I learned through that in into my, you know, daily habits and and by all means I get my blocks desserts (laughs) once a week and I enjoy them but then the rest of the time I am you know I'm staying within my macros and eating healthy and watching what I eat so yeah and I think it's like we kind of shouted out to our kids like I feel like my favorite part of doing bodybuilding or really any of like the big audacious dreams that I pursue Mm -hmm. really hard um I've learned that my kids watch that and see them like I'm 31 years old and they're like, it doesn't matter how old I am. Yeah. I can do whatever I set my mind to. Whatever I want. Time is not an issue. It's like, you just go for it. Okay. You are your on own that limitation. On that issue, I will get tell back me. to the abs by yes, Amy. Yes, tell me. On that. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> rewind here. Back when I first started going to the gym and, you know, after the seven months of no, you know, no weight loss or whatever, and, you know, I finally started getting results, finally started feeling better. I was like, all right, what's my next goal? I remember seeing a girl in the gym who, I, I knew she had had kids. Mm-hmm. She had a rockin' six pack. <laughs> and I thought, man, if she can do it, I can do it. And I'm going to try. I'm going to try to do that. So I made it a goal of mine. I was going to work towards getting a six pack. So I, every single day, I First things first, because everybody throws abs at the end of their workout, you know, and you're spent by then. You don't want to do it. You lay down to do crunches. You're like, oh, it's kind of nice down here. (laughs) Just take a nap. Um, But I would start my workout with core work, and and I would do it for, you know, good 30 minutes at the beginning of each of my workouts, sometimes longer. And (laughs) my friends started to notice. Some of the people who were in the gym started to notice. And then they started calling me. I, I got names. I got like core girl, abs girl, and then some of my friends, abs by Amy. <laughs> it, was, it was abs by Amy, and they started calling me that and teasing me that, and it just kind of stuck. And so this was before I started my Instagram account, and so then when I got around to starting it, I was looking at names like Amy Fitness, and Amy's so common yeah. that I thought, man, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to do this abs by Amy name. I'm gonna have to like stick with this, and it, you know, it did kind of flow. Sounds. Sounds good, but it has a nice ring to it. That's yeah. a nice little ring to it, yeah. So anyway, that's how that's how that got started. So I worked I worked for that after seeing that one girl, and it was it got me out of the I can't mentality. You know, mm-hmm. as as soon as you get out of that, like oh, I've had six babies, I'm never gonna get there. I can't do that. You know, why not try? Yeah, why not try? Or even people that are like, I just hit my forties, like it's not my story anymore. It's like why not? Why not? Why not yeah. just? Just try. Yeah, it's it's, it's getting that. Scary. I can't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just doing it. Um, I don't remember. I think her name is Ruth. Oh, I'm gonna botch her name. I can like see the letters, but it's a lot of consonants. Um, <laughs> whoever makes the planner that I buy. <laughs> no, I don't even remember that. Anyway, her phrase is "do it scared." Oh, absolutely. And I'm like, that's why I buy her planners because they're so so motivating. Yeah. And I'm like Sandra. Well, there's a K somewhere. Anyway. <laughs> But do it scared scared. and and don't be afraid of being a beginner and and like be bad at something new. 
And I was terrible at it. <laughs> I was terrible at it, but I got like, better. All of us, all of us get to that point. And there's even Gary White says, do something. You're going to suck at whatever you start at. Oh, absolutely. But the more you do it, you suck less. Yes. And then you just keep doing it until you are like kind of mediocre. And then you're like really good at it. Yeah. But it takes being able to like let off your pride. Yes. Be a, be a beginner and, and talking yourself through like, maybe I am 31. Maybe this is crazy. Um, but I'm going to try it anyway. You're going to try it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And again, our kids are super inspired by that. Um, getting to watch that and be like, oh. Yeah. If mom, if mom can do it, I can, if mom can I do can it, try. I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. So tell me then, we, we talked about bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. We talked about finding balance. Mm-hmm. Do you ever struggle with now maintaining like a certain look? Because in one of our podcast episodes, I was telling you about it, are you fit enough to be an instructor? Yeah. We all struggle with this. I think yes. a lot of us um, were raised by, like, shout out to our, like, our, our blessed moms, but that all had this, the diet culture instilled in them. And so we kind of were brought up in that. Um, and so trying to break those beliefs, trying to break that mentality of, like, like, what is, what is the expectation for yeah, your body? Yeah. And is there an expectation? Um, like, how do you combat comparing yourself to yourself when you competed? How do you combat that, pressures that is, of Instagram? That is probably the hardest thing is comparing myself to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as being a fitness instructor, I, I definitely think, you know, I've been told, you know, your body's your resume. Mm-hmm. And they look at you and think, oh, that person knows what they're doing because they can, they've got it. <laughs> they've got it showing. But... But with that also being said that there's some there's there's someone for everyone. Mm-hmm. So whatever type of fitness instructor you are, you will appeal to a certain crowd because not everybody wants to have like super jacked muscles yeah. or you know six pack mm-hmm. up. They just want to like get in shape and lose twenty pounds, mm-hmm. and or they just want a community. They yes, just want to have fun. Absolutely, they just be around people. They just want to have good fun. Music. Exactly. They just want to come for the experience. They don't want to come to have like popping shoulders or whatever. You know. They, they want to come to feel good and and be encouraged and laugh and have a good time and dance around and, and you know, make changes to their body and feel healthier all at the same time. Mm-hmm. But um, touching back on comparing to myself, that is, that is kind of hard because after you put yourself out there, you think, oh, man, now I got to... Crap, my name's Abs by Amir. I always have abs. <laughs> They're covered up a little now, but... <laughs> But no, no, really, it is it is kind of hard, and especially when I when I look back at like my very first Instagram posts, I was very lean then. That was back when I was doing my show, and I think, sheesh, people are gonna look at me and think, wow, she's put on a lot of weight. I know, but it's not you the know worst. what? We do that to ourselves. Yes, we do that to ourselves. Is, nobody no else one cares. cares. Yeah, nobody else cares, and that's what I have to tell myself is, you know, nobody else cares, and I feel better, and I'm happy, and they're not here for. For, for looking how, oh, wow, she was leaner then than she was like three months ago. Nobody's paying attention to that. Nobody, they're, they're there for the workout. They're there for the laughs. You know, they're there for the good time. So and I just have to keep telling and myself that. And they're there that. for their, themselves. Exactly. And that's the thing is like, I think, especially in like a group fitness situation, you do teach group fitness, yes. right? Yes. Um, and in group fitness, it's, I always tell our listeners, it's such a vulnerable space for everybody. Oh, for sure. And the majority of the people that walk in our door have, they like don't see anyone except for themselves. Uh-huh. They don't stand by the mirror. Yes. They don't stand by anybody because they don't want to be seen. Yes. And so 
like the majority of the people that come to our classes, the majority of the people that see us at the gym are 100% in their own world, only seeing themselves. Yeah. And you can't see it, but I'm like doing this with my hands, like covering my face. <laughs> covering face, <laughs> yeah. Covering everything. But it's like, when we are able to let go of that idea, the pressure that nobody else cares, it's still, it still then becomes like an internal battle. Like, then why do I care? Yes. So how do you, what do you do? You know, that? I've, I've, I've been there. And that is why I love women coming to my class who are so new with weightlifting, who have never been to the gym before, don't know what they're doing because I have been there. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember specifically, um, first getting back to the gym after my babies, uh, I, I went up on the Stairmaster and when you were on the Stairmaster, you are showcased in the yeah. gym. Like you are up there. People can see you. On a literal pedestal. Oh yeah. I, oh my gosh. And so I remember being up there and I literally had the thoughts like, Oh my gosh, I am so fat. I feel so fat. I just had a baby. I feel so gross. Like I just was so uncomfortable in my own skin. And I just was felt so showcased up there on the top of the Stairmaster. And I just had to tell myself, nobody else cares. And even if they do care, whatever. I'm mm-hmm. here and I'm working on it. Yeah. And, and then fast forward a little bit into when I started getting into the weightlifting a little bit more. Um, I was so intimidated to go back in, I call it the lunk zone, <laughs> where all the squat racks are. Yeah. There, there's a bunch of dudes there's back there. Of, yeah. There's a bunch of, Bro's and they're all out. like jack dudes too. It's not just. With the tanks. Oh yeah. The, like, Those little stringers. Internet, yeah, the stringer tanks. <laughs> stringer tanks. <laughs> oh, nippy yeah, tanks. I don't they're... know if we can say that. It's my show, Nippy Tanks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So anyway, and I was just this like little fat girl that I, Okay, I say that on here. I don't say that in front of my kids. Anyway, going back and not knowing what the heck I was doing. And so I was so uncomfortable and so intimidated, but I really wanted to learn. And so my first time going back there, I screwed up so bad. I put on like kilogram plates instead of pounds plates and I tried to lift it. I couldn't lift it and then I went to set up there's like the squat rack with the cages in it and so I went to go I had the bar down there and went to go put on the plates and then move it out of the squat rack but there was bars there and I got locked in I thought oh well I'm trapped I'm trapped trapped. oh no so I had to like all act cool oh I I totally meant to do this I guess I'm doing shrugs no um it was so embarrassing it was and I and I'm sure I felt like people were watching me but I'm sure they weren't. And you're like extra Nobody sweaty cared. because you're like, now I'm extra sweaty because I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Sweat like and what if people see me? <laughs> I, know. I know, but but you know what? You kind of have to go through those experiences and be super awkward and super bad at it to appreciate, you know, how far you've come. And that's why when women come to my class, I want to help them and just say, I've been there. Mm-hmm. I've been uncomfortable. I've been. I've been in the section of the gym where you're so intimidated. You have no idea what you're doing. You feel like an idiot. <laughs> and and I want to help them break that and help them feel comfortable so then they feel more confident in themselves to yeah. do that. And I love that. I love it when, when I can help women feel comf- confident in walking into the weight section and knowing what to do with the barbell and knowing what to do with the plates and... It makes it makes Knowing it brings the me joy. Between kilograms and limbs. Yes, and limbs. kilograms are heavier. The kilogram plates are heavier. Boy, the kilograms. <laughs> but it's true, and I think it's pretty awesome that I feel like we have a front row seat in watching that confidence happen, because like you see them when they come in with their like shrugged shoulders yes. and they're super shy. Yes. And then one day they they're blossom. standing taller. Yes. Yeah. They're like lit up, and it's like it's like they 
you can like physically see that change in them and it's so awesome it is so it's like the best part of the job rewarding <laughs> yes it is so rewarding and when you get those texts that like oh i just did i just did a pull up for the first time or i just i just did 30 pound dumbbells on my shoulder press like i love it those texts bring me so much joy and make me so happy and i feel so rewarded yeah no it really is awesome and then also it's cute because they think that you did it when it's just oh like, it's them yeah, it's David 100% the work. them and you're like i'm just happy to like cheer you on yes but it's just yes. like that was 100 percent you though do you know they that? did the work oh yep they it's did the it they did and it. then when they have that realization they're like oh my gosh it was it I was can't do hard things i can't do hard things <laughs> it's so good it's so good that's so awesome um, and so then what do you do now? What would you recommend now to practice for our instructors who are maybe struggling with whatever it may be? Maybe it's a skill. Maybe it's they, they want to improve their physique. Whatever it may be, how do you teach that or how do you practice that confidence building? Do you have like a daily practice? Because confidence I don't think is just like you, you wake up confident. No. It like takes walking into the room with the shrug shoulders Yes. And and then like showing up every day. Yes. Or owning yourself or like feeling like the dummy that got trapped in the Building confidence <laughs> building confidence, it's definitely something that you have to work at. Yeah. And And it's not always there. No, yeah. it's not. Sometimes in fact it moves. Sometimes I'll sit back and and I'll I'll whine to my husband like, What am I even doing here? I have no idea what I'm doing. I like why are these people coming to me? I I'm, I just get severe imposter in, syndrome. In, yes, insecurity. <laughs> like, what am I even doing here? I have no idea. But then I'll get a text of you know we were just talking about like your classes are so fun or I did a pull up for the first time and they want to share those things with me and then it just it's rejuvenating and sorry go no, back go back to your what is how do you build confidence just. By working, by working at it and keeping promises to yourself, setting goals, accomplishing those goals, and, you know, by helping others around you. I think that when you can help others around you and you help them build confidence and make them happy and then feel good about yourself, it, it, it's like a two-way, it's like a two-way street. It helps Absolutely. you feel so much better yeah. that you were part of that and you got to enjoy that with them and see that confidence grow with, within them too. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a give and take, it, it you know, feeds off each it other. feeds. Yeah. 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 And so I know that I've had even a lot of questions come in on confidence. Like, do you fake it till you make it? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but I also think it's like you, you have to still do the work outside of that. Cause I feel like you can only fake it so far. You can. Right. And so I think like, what are you, what are some things that you've done? Because for those who didn't know, like Amy, you didn't, you didn't choose fitness. Fitness chose you. Yeah, yeah. Teaching, coaching chose you. Yeah. And so, especially coming from, like, this wasn't your life plan. And for a lot of us, it's not our life plan mm -hmm. to be where we are. Mm -hmm. So how did, how did you grow in that confidence in such a different thing that, like, was not in the plan? Oh, man. I just, you know, this whole time I feel like I've been drinking out of a fire hose and just kind of <laughs> rolling with it as, I, as it comes. But I guess... <sighs> building confidence with that you just you just kind of have to learn as you go mm -hmm. and you have to make mistakes yeah. and when I first started teaching my classes 
I didn't know what I was doing. And I, and I would just ask a lot of the women, like, you know, feedback and just being vulnerable. I think being vulnerable and, and just accepting that you're learning, accepting that you're trying and doing the best you can. And then, and then when you actually feel, feel better and you feel like, okay, I got this, I got this, I'm gaining traction. That's when the confidence starts. And that's when the confidence grows is when you keep trying, you, you persevere and then you start to succeed and your confidence builds. Yes. And then it also, I think, reminds us that we can keep building that confidence by continuing to learn. Yes. Continuing to apply. Yes. And and continuing to push ourselves to just, again, do it You scared. always have to grow. You always you have, have to get to. out of your comfort yeah. zone. Always. There's always growth and always improvement and always things to, you know, get better at. And, and confidence will continue to take work. And you will have moments where you feel like, the imposter syndrome. What am I doing here? You get severe insecurity and then the next day you'll wake up and you'll think, okay, I can do it. I can yeah. do it. We all have days like that. We have to. We I think Because like we're that. human and I, I think know. that's the only, the only way. And I feel like, I love that you said get out of your comfort zone. I've learned that if I try to stay in my comfort zone, the life life will push me out of it anyway. Yes. It's like, ready or not, you're going to be out of the comfort zone. Might as well make your choice to like do it first (laughs) before something happens. I know. You have to anyway. Yes, I know. By trials (laughs) or crazy kids or, you know, whatever, whatever may come your way. It gets you out of there real quick. Like, choose your heart. Choose it before it chooses you. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because life, life has a nice deck of hard things that we can try if we don't want to do it. Even as a mom, like you have days as a mom where you're like, yeah, I'm crushing it. Like I, I had all three meals on the table. I cooked dinner. I mean, my kids are dressed. Like my house is clean. And then the very next day you're like, oh my gosh, everything's a mess. Like an hour later. Seriously, everything's a mess. The kids are fighting. Like you're eating Cheez-Its for dinner. Fine. (laughs) You know, it's all right. It's life. It's life. And we roll with it. We roll with it. (laughs) Shut up again. To motherhood. <laughs> yes, motherhood is it's a thing. <laughs> so then, what is a piece of advice that you'd want to give? Of all the things we've talked about, what is something that you'd want our listeners to leave with today? A piece of advice. Don't be scared to try something new, and don't be, don't be afraid to be bad at it too. It's all about learning. Life is life is about learning. Absolutely. And learning as you go, and getting uncomfortable. So. Step out of your comfort zone and try. <laughs> and I think, like, for we were talking before about my um, my bodybuilding category. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I did not grow up a dancer. So for those of you who didn't know, I compete in one called fitness, where you're not just posing on a stage, but you also have to do a two-minute routine. That can be dance. It can be gymnastics, tumbling. Dancers and gymnasts thrive. Yeah. I grew up with neither background. I was like, I'm a Zumba instructor. That's even more impressive. <laughs> and so I'm like, I don't know how to tumble. I don't know how to do anything. But I've always wanted to just try it. Try it. And I'm like, I, I did my first back handspring at 30 years old. Wow. I was like amazed. I'm like, my gosh, I can, I can do cool You things. tried it. You did <laughs> it. Um, I can't, haven't done it since, but I did one and that was all I needed. But it's like yeah. the idea of, yeah, just do it. Just try. Try. And Just try. and what's the worst that could happen? You learn something new. Exactly. And whether it's a, a good lesson or a bad lesson, you learn something and you grow from it, yeah. right? Yeah. So I love that. I know when, when, when uh, my friend came to me and asked me to teach these fitness classes, I didn't know what I was doing. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> but okay, I'll try. And you know, look what it's turned into. Yeah. A lot of women have, have enjoyed it and have created a community and, and I've 
I love it. I love being to help people because I was willing to give it a try. Yeah. So. Because yeah. imagine had you said no. Yeah, because I was scared. I was, scared. I was scared. Yeah. I was and scared. I didn't know what totally I was doing. could have said no. Yeah. But it's like, now look at the, the lives that have not only been, like, changed and shaped through your influence, through your classes, but then also, like, this platform that you have created. Oh, I was so terrified to start that Instagram page. <laughs> I, I will not lie. I went Again, over it. Again, you should be following her. <laughs> I was so... That was another thing. I was so scared to it's start. Terrifying. I was so scared to put myself out there, like are people going to like it? Like, what am I, I don't even know what I'm doing, but then I just started, you know, just be me, just throw it out there. But that was another thing. I was very, very scared <laughs> to start and scared to try that. Just, you know, don't be afraid to try. Cause you never know what's going to happen. It's true. You never know. And I think with that one more is just, you never know. Like when, when we get into this, when fitness chooses us, I feel like it is a beautiful platform that we get to like I know that I've met so many amazing people through yes, through I have fitness. Too. Oh absolutely and that I never would have met outside of this. And just like again, being able to do it scared, being able to put yourself out there. Yes. And the influence and the impact that you can have on one person. Yes. That's all you need is yeah, one person. One person. You can change and one like, person. You think of like the funny humorous fitness reels or whatever mm-hmm. that you make that like someone catches they laugh <laughs> at it but then they follow you and then you, they see one of your like super inspiring posts. It's just like that person has changed forever for from like just doing one scary thing. Just one scary thing. So do the scary thing, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> do, do the scary, scary thing. thing. Do the there's scary. at least one person that needs you. Exactly. And all it takes is a moment of bravery. Just yeah. close your eyes and jump. Just do a, a moment of bravery. <laughs> just do it. One of my favorite authors said, you know that you're doing the right thing. If you feel like you're running through fire, wetting your pants. Exactly. <laughs> it's a very accurate it's description. Very accurate. And so... Anytime you're feeling like in doubt or you're like, I don't know, like what, what could go wrong? Ask yourself what could go right and just do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Before you have a chance to question yourself. Oh, yep. 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 <laughs> so would you say that's your final word? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the best thing that's brought me, that's brought me far. It's brought me throughout far in motherhood and, and fitness and, and everything. So yeah, do it scared. Try new things. Do it scared. I love that. Well, thank you so much. Yes, thank you so thank much you. for having me. Yeah, no, I've been like super excited and looking forward to getting to meet you in real life and tell you and like fangirl over you in real life <laughs> oh, on my show. <laughs> then tell everyone where people can find you. Um, my Instagram is abs by Amy, <laughs> and uh, I don't teach where I teach classes. You can, yeah, yeah I teach classes. She's here in Utah. I'm here in Utah. Yes, in Lehigh. Lehigh. Yeah, and that's where I teach classes. So. Go find her. <laughs> but then also, she also does a lot of awesome online workouts and content that you share, like your own workouts. Yeah, l- really there's, cool. yeah, there's, you know, I'm still, like I said, I'm learning as I go. I don't know what I'm doing. So there's a little <laughs> bit of everything out there. There's, you know, just whatever I'm feeling for the day. Super inspired <laughs> and a funny mood, you know, it's, it's all out there. We're going to gain some, a lot of value in either way. <laughs> it's <laughs> workouts or humor. You'll, you'll have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Well, thank you so much. And thank yeah, you, we'll see you guys on the next one. <laughs>